0: This is this is in the black podcast. Where well, is one loving thing that I did in the Bible? Listen, 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 family! Love, what's going
1: on? This is our off-the-cuff segment, Big O, Elkabong Crush yes uh, we want to once again thank you guys for taking the opportunity to join us for having these conversations yes indeed uh, and we've got uh, we've got some interesting ones for you guys tonight um Ooh. once again just want to say thank you thank you for taking the time out your patience your attention and most importantly your dollars you are greatly appreciated and loved you cannot stress that enough um yeah, so we were just really watching a video actually that we got, one of our listeners sent us um, from TikTok about whether or not men are uh, following the word of God when it comes to relationships and marriage specifically.
2: are setting up women to be harmed in their marriages if their husband thinks that being a godly husband is having power over them.
3: But that's exactly what it means. And when following the Christian religion, men are not in error for thinking in this way, because that is what their God is all about, power and control, and abuse of that power and control. The entire doctrine is follow my commands or you will be punished. Follow my commands or else you are not worthy of anything good. And if you don't want to follow my commands, then you are evil, a sinner, and deserving of harm. So if God's own people are expected to honor and follow that type of God, How much of a difference do you expect there to be in a godly husband? Nowhere in the Bible does it speak of a healthy partnership between a husband and wife. It does, however, establish roles between the husband and the wife. And ten times out of ten, the husband's role is the role of power and superiority. While the wife that he paid for like a piece of property is the servant, the inferior, the submissive. And let's not forget, submission was never natural. It was given to Eve as a punishment, a curse. Biblical marriage does not teach compromise, communication, understanding, connection. None of the things that many of us actually want and rightfully expect from love and marriage. So I would say that godly men do mimic God in regards to love. The problem is, their God does not know love. Bell Hooks did a better job teaching us all about love than the Bible ever has. Just like you would with anybody else, don't pay attention to God's words. Pay attention to God's actions. What is one loving thing God did throughout the entire Bible? And before y'all come for me in my comments, yes, I am married. But I would still speak on it even if I...
1: Yeah. So, what do you guys think? You guys, you guys heard the video. You well, heard what Sister had to say. Well, uh, to tell me what time it is, dog. Go ahead. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna let the agnostic go first. Go ahead. Me? Oh man.
4: Which one of us? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: man.
0: And I, I, was, man, I was like, this, this close going,
1: to saying, man, I was this, this, close this
2: close to saying, the light skin one. Love you, motherfuckers. The
0: homie just joined two clubs because I know his club for the for the weed club is still in business right two clubs now. I mean, I <laughs> go know. ahead, crush. Um, but yeah, um, you know this. You know, this is a very interesting perspective, and I'm hearing this from women who are, I guess, clearly who have announce themselves as Christian, um, you know, I would uh, only presume that they have some knowledge of uh, the Bible more than I do. Um, the questions that she poses are very interesting, and the perspective that she has on the the literal historical context that the Bible has put the institution of marriage in um, does appear to favor a very patriarchal uh, and uh, submissive structure. Um, you know, this is also something that can be levied against other religions, one that I actually have a little more respect for, I guess, because of the historical connection to our people. You know, when I'm talking about, I'm referring to Islam, of course,
1: Islam. Yeah.
0: Uh, you know, I have, I, have, I have a tremendous respect for Islam. I have dear friends that faith for many, for many decades. And, um, I, uh, I have seen the, uh, the benefits of it, but also the clear, but, you know, they've also demonstrated the, uh, you know some of the flaws that i see in most religions when it comes to uh, you know the regards for um you know the, you know regards for you know certain structures within society just to be more specific um and, you know this argument kind of reinforces the idea that i have always held that you know the bible is a, is a historical construct um you know one that is framed within the uh, within a theory of cosmic awareness, in my you know, in my estimation, and then applying that to human civilization, um, which is fine and dandy, but a little arrogant. Um, this uh, and this kind of affirms that in a lot of ways to me. You know, um, I do find that it, but you know, at the same time, I, I mean, I guess I would have to. I, I would love to uh, refer to more professional and more well-read theologians than myself you know if she is completely accurate in her estimation that you know the entity of god is presented in the bible that has not demonstrated any loving actions throughout that throughout that text and all versions of it i would find that very unusual Yeah. yeah considering i i remember in catholic school how much of a loving god he's supposed to be for me sure and sure. everyone in my life, he's he's a loving guy. He's definitely a loving, and 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 I guess i Well, I guess again, I would I would love to include a much more well-read theologian than myself. And 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 the thing is, I have encountered some some very interesting intellectuals in, the, in that in that regard where they do take a critical look at their own faith. You yeah. Right. So than drink, rather than drink everything, else. but please yeah, go ahead.
4: The the issue that I have with the clip is the fact that I think it is. uh Dangerous. I think it's dangerous mm. from the standpoint of anytime you post uh, so-called new information or information that other people do not have, particularly around religion, mm. sexuality, yeah. or money, mm. you should be... Forced to share your credentials, you should be forced to share something about your background, so people mm-hmm. don't look at this clip as authority, right? I think that's, that's the, the danger, Yeah, that's that's the dangerous part about it, because we don't look in live in a society currently where people look at clips. And say, "Oh, let's take this clip and have a conversation around it to yeah. find out whether there's truth and validity based off of what we just watched." The exact opposite takes place. Nine times they out of ten, that clip is going to be weaponized. Clip to use and now, non—well, I won't even say non-Christians who hate Christianity will weaponize this. Yes, right, indeed. Yes, and they'll turn non-Christians who hate Christianity will weaponize us now. So just real quickly, I grew up in the church from a very young age, grew up in the church, went from the back of the church to the front of the church, was on a fast track to be a pastor of a church, I actually turned down a pastoral ship right here in my own hometown graduated Bible college was all deep in it for a number of years. So what she is saying, there's a level of accuracy there, but there is a great depth of falsehood and misinformation. I think the, the, the problem is, and this is for Christians to gravitate with and wrestle with, you have turned the bible into the fourth person of the trinity that it is so holy and elevated to a standard of the other people of the trinity the father son and the holy spirit that you're not able to be critical of its contents and for christians who want to be critical of the contents The way that I would suggest for you to be critical of it, and this won't destroy your relationship with Jesus if you have one, it won't destroy your relationship with God if you have one, is to actually look at how the Bible was actually put together. Now, you may come up with some different questions regarding your faith after asking those questions, but I think those are questions that you should ask because, again, briefly, you have 66 in there now. It wasn't always 66. You have the beginning of the book that says uh, some authors wrote that and then historically data shows those authors didn't actually write those books. So there is a ton of things that are wrong with the text but i do think even as someone who is wakes up in the morning time either agnostic or atheist at these days there's still some level of reverence i have for the text because there's some wisdom that i can take out of the text right but i don't hold it as God's word or God's standard or any of those things that many Christians would say that I was being heretical about because they do hold it as God's word. So when you look at it and start having conversations about marriage, relationships, money, uh, parenting, if you're looking to the Bible as the standard of measure for all those things, you've already fallen short. You're looking at a book to begin to give you because it doesn't provide all of the answers how do i say that well you wouldn't have 99 different damn denominations within christianity if, if, we all if all you had the 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 in the book yeah if, uh, if, if if you you all worry, to the same conclusion and i don't yeah. think that's the intent if god had a hand in it putting it together i don't think that was his intent to say hey i want everybody to think the same believe the same walk the same
1: And some people that would argue with you about
4: that, man. Of course. Some people would argue with me about all of this. And I would love to have those discussions. But I think when it comes to the marriage component, I do think westernized Christianity can be wildly oppressive in all of its relationships. In all
1: facets, yeah. Definitely. In all right?
4: Whether right. whether it's marriage or whether it's parentage. Because yeah, also definitely. in the Bible it tells you that you should be harming your kids in order to get but there's then there's hermeneutics, then there's you know the, exegeting, isogene in the text. You just but, can't. But read. I think that's part right, of the right,
1: problem right, though, man. That's that's right. part of the problem. I think that the, what we tend to do, especially in a westernized Christianity, is that we pick and choose. We we parse the bible in such a way to use it when it to make it applicable to what we want to use it for yeah right and we catch that very very often i won't say that she's incorrect in terms of how the structure gets broken down in the bible but the bible does simplify a relationship a marriage between a man and a woman and the definition or the simplification of that is that it's about love and if you love yourself you would not harm yourself, Sure. and the Bible says you should love your wife the way you love your body. Sure. You would never harm your body. You would never mistreat your body, whether yeah. to put things into whether you would never you would never do anything that would harm or unprotect your body. But stop! Stop the right way there, that though. You should love your
4: you. You can read that knowing that there's a difference between testaments that is a difference between the old testament and the new testament because in the new testament which you just quoted gives you a completely different perspective different of marriage than in you know, the, what old the Old Testament, old because in and, the Old and, Testament, it and gives and you thank a- Thank you, I'm
1: glad that you said that. I think that part of my, I don't wanna say beef, because everyone's entitled to the way they think, but I think right. one of the most spot on things that you said was that we need to first start asking for the credentials of these people to just show up and yeah. start making these videos, that's number nice. one. But then number sure. two is that she took the Bible in its entirety, right? which are two portions the old and the New Testament who uses the Old Testament? Jewish people use the Jewish Old people. Testament sure even if you want to say that the Bible is is flawed is whatever the case is sure the the Quran is then the Bible 2.0 they've taken bits and pieces from these same martyrs, these same figures and they've yeah. pieced it together and created something else from it so yeah. if that's the case, then she should be lambasting all other religions. I think that's probably Ooh. my probably maybe a, a, a petty gripe, but a gripe. Nonetheless, that's that's how I felt about it. It's Like, OK, you said that this is um, because they are following a Christian God. Yeah, this it's supposed to be one God that everybody's like, yeah, he's I, like I, the same I mean, rules for everybody, this, this, right? this, this, I'll, this, I'll
4: this, never this, forget it for a for second, but necessary. Yeah, this topic can go hours uh, yeah, yeah, Because there's yeah, a ton yeah. to unpack, yeah. but I would suggest for the listener who is, I'm assuming they have some interest in this topic. Oh yeah. If you do have some interest in this topic, again, you can DM Sean because you may be scared to DM me. I understand. But I will send you materials. I will send you book references on how to read the Bible, biblical... First off, I don't think there's a such thing as biblical marriage. Let me put that out there, okay? I think biblical marriage is something that is (laughs) read into the text. I think there are things that the Bible does say about relationships in general. But I do not think there is no standard of what a marriage should look like. I do think it's supposed to be love. But then we got to break down love because love yeah. can come in a variety forms. of forms and flavors, controlling, yeah. controlling but, love uh, but
1: that's why, yeah. that's why I said she had, she has some love points. points, but she like did. I said, the Bible does make a relationship in a marriage very simplistic by sure. saying that you should just love the other party, the whatever that in entails sure. in love, that's what sure. you should do with it. But there is no, I mean, I don't know any religious text that you can read that gives you a blueprint for a successful marriage it's not supposed outside to. of yeah it, yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah
4: no, no no yeah. no manual gives you a blueprint on how to operate the piece of equipment it tells you how to put the thing together but it's up to you to put the detergent in the washing machine yeah. properly
1: yeah. It, yeah. it
4: doesn't tell you how to make main... it's just like it's, it's a manual if that's yeah. the, the metaphor you yeah. want to use, yeah. it's a manual. Yeah. And you can take whatever what you want to. I, I just think, I think Christianity is under the gun in this country particularly in America i think is under the gun in black communities
1: wow wow that wow was. wow you sound a real right wing right now my guy you said, should <laughs> i call Come him? On, no, you what are Tucker, right wingers. right no right got, wingers
4: Hold would up be J- actually, jason Whitlock's oh, calling no, me hold no, up, no, no, let me oh, see jason. no don't, don't do it <laughs> I don't I do that what
1: the fuck
4: That's, oh, hey, that is wildly oh, unfair oh, listen no, i'm not i'm listen listen i'm not i'm not listen 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 i'm not hitting on listen i'm not hating no, what no, you no, said no, Whole lot I'm of just, things, but if you ever put me in the same category as fucking Jason Woodlock again, like. I'ma hop in my truck and ride down the road, knock on your door, and have a two piece waiting for you.
1: Okay,
0: There's a lot of
1: things you can
4: call your boy.
0: <laughs> a that's beef, man.
1: Listen, listen, listen. I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm just fucking with you. But at the same time, you, the way you made that sound is very reminiscent of but you kind of cons-
4: you kind of go, cut go me ahead off
1: go, ahead, go ahead cut, go cut ahead. me
4: off i say it's go under ahead. attack particularly in the black community that we're beginning to question our faith we're beginning to quote unquote deconstruct and ask these difficult questions and have these kind of conversations about our okay. faith why because we're in a position now where we're like yo our generations, for generations, Black community has been worshiping this God, Just following. and we're still in the same fucked up position, so yeah. can we have the hard yeah. conversation about yeah. where the fuck you at? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I mean when I say we're questioning. And within the Black community, data shows that we are leaving the faith yep. and the church in record numbers
1: than we ever have before.
4: You're, you,
0: you're right about that. Those yeah those are filled with parents. You you
1: you're right about that. I think one, one of the things and though, is... women Okay. They're looking for they're looking for a biblical husband. Let's like, let's... <laughs> they're
4: looking for a biblical husband when they need a devil dick is what they <laughs> need. What God,
0: God damn it. Oh my yeah, god. The, uh, this, the I three of the audience just clutch their pearls. I don't right?
5: <laughs> <laughs> like
1: I said we just we tend to weaponize the Bible in many different yes, ways indeed. and I think yes, that part indeed. of the part of the dilemma ultimately becomes that when you start to ask these questions many christians black conservatives Ooh, will be it's, like it's a rough oh, world out there Chief oh boy. man you're you're, you you're going to hell they call you up. they because... they give you they give you nothing but trouble man and you know yeah. th- to be honest with you like i said i have my i've been having my debates my questions my relationship i won't say it's fractured but we're having me and god are having we're, we're not on good terms right now right yeah. but i would think that any religion that is any religion that is so feeble that asking questions would ruin it is not something that I would want to be part of anyway. They're just a mere Wendy, asking questions. We'll talk questions. about how you know?
4: questioning God destroys black families.
0: And, we'll have that know, conversation. And it's, it's funny. It's bro, like, I've been on the outside he's, looking he's, in he's, you know, you for, with you for you know, a while now. You know, for, <laughs> for, something, for something that is supposed to be so centered on, that's supposed to be centered around love, um. When critical thought is attached, the only thing that comes out is fear. Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah, mm, yeah. Mm, and, yeah. And I'm and, and, book and book I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think your 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 God would want you to be the fearful.
4: Of would,
0: would not would not want to be fearful of the truth, or to be fearful of knowledge, or to be fearful of deeper thought. I yeah, don't, yeah, and and, I, and I don't, that's not a God that I would want. That I don't would, think it's like, God yeah, that, that would, does that. that. That would impede me. That would impede yeah. my progress as yeah. a human being.
4: I think that's, you know, ma- I and, think it, man's image of God God is what's fucked God up more than anything else.
0: Yeah. Like, no, I don't want any excuses put in place okay. to impede my or my people's progress in this world. As yeah. soon as I get a whiff of that, I'm out. Okay. Mm. And I got mm-hmm. too much, I got too many whiffs. It starts stankin'. Yeah, so started stinking every time, I, everywhere I went.
4: We, we gonna be, on, we gonna be on the agnostic side for a long time because
0: <laughs> listen, listen, Islam, listen, Buddha, yeah, don't, don't, whatever don't, don't, religion don't, 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 you pick up, excuses mm-hmm. and get all fucked us up somehow. And, you know on some, on some, on some, on some new, sh- on, on some new weak shit about the shit. because nah, we, we can talk about
4: Muhammad. We can talk. In fact, we can talk about yeah, Farrakhan yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. I, I, we're trying to gain, trying to gain is, listeners. You're I mean, trying is, to ruin shit. I mean, like, I
0: mean <laughs> listen, look, listen, they, listen. Okay. Farrakhan's the only kind of—I mean, the king of half measures. <laughs> well, well anyway. speaking, speaking or, of America, the king of quarter measures. <laughs> speaking of marriage,
1: okay. Speaking of marriage, my man has been able look, to
4: keep his hair. That's the one thing I will give him. I give
1: him a lot of credit. I mean, he, he got, got that and the Beijing has been working, my guy. The
0: well, Beijing has been working. Beijing. Nah, man, it's a deep,
1: it's light nation. For yes. light
4: shit, look at <laughs> <listen, laughs> this <is> Stupid, stupid. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> shut the fuck up.
0: Speaking of marriage,
4: my dad said was down here. Oh, we're going to talk about marriage. Okay, let's do it. Listen, speaking,
1: speaking, speaking of marriage, right? People have been jumping in. My DMs and saying to me, oh, they want my
4: they, number. They, okay. Look. Well, <laughs> they have
1: some. Some have said that they like the new Elgin, all f- fancy, free, carefree. Says whatever. I mean, he's been doing it for if, if you don't, if you don't know Elgin, he's been doing it for just, a minute. Anyway. Just started. You just, just met him. <laughs> Listen, they Wait till they I start like talking this, about
0: Obama again. Go ahead. This man. this non <laughs> Man, we, like
1: but they like this non-inhibited version of elgin well, I appreciate it, right? so, so appreciate somebody it. sent me a link and uh told me i should pass this your way elgin okay, okay it, here we go it's called it's audition, called audition. fet life <laughs> oh audition. no no I, I already know about <laughs> I already know about fet life That's so he's so, so someone passed this to me and said l is on it and oh. let me make sure i get it oh. Oh, what the fuck you mean? I'm on it. No, I want to make sure that <laughs> shut the fuck up. Oh, oh, Is there a pause there? Can I pause? Is it Is there Elgin? A pause? Elgin Is homophobic? Pause. <laughs> pause, <laughs> pause, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Said Elgin appears to be on an excursion for free freedom in his sexuality. Please make sure he gets this link. I oh, had not man. Heard. I, think that I was... had not heard. <laughs> A misappropriation never, right. of
4: my position, but I... I, I had
1: never that. heard of Fet life prior Vet to... life
4: you. is short for fetish life. Oh. Whatever man. sexual thing kink. that you... And hear. I don't use that derogatory. Not even just kink, kink though. Anything that you like sexually, mm-hmm. you can find on this particular website. And I, when I say anything, anything you can find on that website. But I appreciate the listeners sharing that, uh, and it's it's not just the sexuality component because I don't think I've ever had that many sexual hangups. It's more along the lines of just the freedom to live in general, right? Mm, right? And I know I've talked about the the relationship component, but crush. Oh no, that I've been on a journey to walk in freedom in life in general for years, hence why my position on religion is the way it is, Uh, so this is not just, you know, me trying to get my freak on, because y'all handing out pussy, like, free cheese out this motherfucker, so it's not like (laughs) I gotta do something magical for that
0: shit, it's just, you know, (laughs) just... I mean, I I see where you're coming from, man, I mean, I I mean, I I I know a couple of guys who have definitely rationalized their bachelorhood um, at at different stages in their life. Um, You know, some had a lot of them had really, um, really rational and grounded reasons for where they were. And, you know, and usually there was a relationship in the past that was around for like eight, nine years, Man, I and, and then I, you know they they move on from these situations and they have a real it's not they want to be a dog or anything but no they no, the, no they don't see themselves they don't see themselves putting themselves in that in that marriage frame of mind they they wouldn't mind oh. a committed relationship but they're yeah. not putting themselves under any pressure for it. Nope. So it looks a little weird to to a lot yeah. of people. You see these guys getting older and stuff, and you see them with yeah. a woman, a real nice lady too. And then all of a sudden she's gone. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but but there. But I know a few <laughs> guys who kind of really, you know, kind of kind of settled into that. And yeah. I, I don't expect them to ever, you know, get married again. And that's and that's of no, cool, I don't yeah. think that's. You know? And I, I think you know, the
4: just thing just for me crazy. is that I just am looking to exercise a level of freedom for me and whoever I'm with. Right. right, I don't want it to be right. any fucking thing that's going to
0: expectations for marriage and keep
4: all that them from allowing me getting an experience in them their full self. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh I, I don't. I don't want that. I want us to be able to communicate and have conversations. So I know that's one of the things that comes up and has been con- constantly coming up here lately, because of these conversations. Is that mm-hmm. I don't want commitment. I, you know, I've been so hurt by my my divorce that I'm just out here handing it out in a reckless manner, not mm-hmm. understanding that I have mm-hmm. four daughters, who I would mm-hmm. never model that sort of behavior for Mm -hmm. it. So there's, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to continue to talk about it more because I want those misconceptions to be eradicated because I want us to get to a place where we can have conversations about different styles of relationships. I want love. I want care. I want support and I want commitment. That doesn't mean that I have to have that within the traditional view
1: of monogamy. No, no, it makes perfect right, sense. And, right. I, and I actually appreciate the fact that you're being as open and honest as you are about the conversation Definitely. because I think there is this perception that many men, especially divorced men, that they're one of the one things or main reasons why they want to get divorced so they can just mm. get more pussy. You know what I'm saying? But I at the could, end of the day- I could have done that on and
4: the side and she never know. I mean, what the fuck
0: is- I mean, it, I mean, it, it, yeah, could, that, be, it could be a variety of reasons. I mean, it could really be about- Sure. T- t- taking control of a certain amount of your life and,
4: and when it comes and, to black men we get the label of wanting to go out and have a whole lot of sex
1: but, that's but if because it was I a black a woman like
4: said, doing this very same thing the liberation. perception would be go get liberated and Stella get your groove back There's this distinction Mm -hmm. within our community. And I dig both. So it's not a knock against women for holding that Mm -hmm. perception. Mm -hmm. I'm not looking to be the standard of what a relationship should be. I'm just looking to live my life in such a manner that me and my partners are happy, safe, cared for, and loved. And whatever construct we fall under in doing that, I think it's for us to ultimately discuss and,
1: and decide upon be you know open
4: I mean. and honest about. Absolutely. And if that, that means that we experience monogamy in some form or fashion, we do. But I don't ever see myself in a position where I'm going to be in a long-term monogamous relationship with one person. That's just not allowed. I, I
1: think I think it's fair for us to at least admit that there are some people, just like some 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 people, when they get into an, an emotional oh, situation, absolutely. like they, sure. they throw themselves into, into alcohol, there's some sure. people that throw themselves into relationships or oh, sexual absolutely. conquest recklessly after yeah. they start, or, or, once, they, once they hit a headway or whatever. So, sure. I mean. And I know the
4: persona that I present on this particular podcast is one that is incredibly fucking reckless, that is just going to say and do whatever the fuck comes to mind. But those who know me actually offline, there is a level of recklessness that I do have, but I'm also very calculating and strategic. And I wouldn't put my daughters—that's thats, that's, fear. that's fear. in a position yeah, where I, I, I'm never going to put them in
0: a position where they're harmed. I think, or, I, I think yeah. the image of you is more that you're very reckless with white people. Oh yeah, they're not, not my with friends. not with black yeah, men. Our relationships are the no, black, no, family, no, but no. you are very extremely reckless and carefree. Because the they can get hands and feet and guns. Um, yeah. Dignity. Uh, Overall intellectual capacity, absolutely, and cultural relevance of all Caucasoids.
4: We are not friends. No, 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 no.
0: But but when it comes to black women and children, no, black women, I have nothing to do with that. Ain't no no jokes around that. I have
4: guns, hands, and feet for those who come and try to harm you.
0: Understood. Yes. Understood. Uh, speaking
1: of speaking of black women, I'm trying to oh, keep the segues going. Uh, I, I hope we good. Have something good from a black woman. <sighs> good, good, recently, <laughs> recently, mm-hmm. uh, Deon Sanders. So he recently was on a podcast with Rich Eisen, his uh, his show, mm-hmm. and he made comments about what he was looking for um, in a student athlete before they actually brought them on. A different. Yeah, we want. Mother, father, you know, dual parent. Mm-hmm. We want that kid to be three, five, and up because he got to be smart. Mm-hmm. Um, not bad decisions off the field, uh, at all, mm-hmm. because he has to be a leader of men. It's so many different attributes, and what we look for. Uh, physical, I mean, offensive line. My defensive line is totally opposite. What do you mean, single mama? Trying to get it. Uh, He's on free lunch. I mean, like, uh, uh, I mean, I'm talking about just trying to make it. He's trying to rescue Mama. Like, Mama barely made. The the conversation is a bit deeper than that, but that's Hmm. been the part that people have been pulling and gnawing on since he made it. Um, Hmm. Your thoughts? Hearing a black man. I'm just giving. I'm giving it to you the way it's been given in social media, right? A black man talking about I need to have a child with a two-parent household coming
4: into it. No, it's one of those things where you don't have that type of conversation in front of company, and Mm. you were on a white network with a white host. Airing out some black business, some situations and things that we should be discussing in-house. Because while there may be a small grain of validity to what you're stating,
1: yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. deep
4: yeah. level of nuance that needs to be explained yeah. and packed and that is some shit that, that you percent. cannot have in front mm. of company. Yeah, because if you man. say that in a room full of poor black folk, we may get an understanding of what you're saying, and we can also push back and offer Leroy who's been a single dad for 12 years whose kids are straight A students and star athletes or we can offer the situation of Tanya and Amy a lesbian couple who have great so there's a lot that we can offer but this idea that you are On a white network with white people offering right wing white supremacist talking points after black folks have just cheered for you is another indication. While black folks need to be far smarter about our loyalty to black celebrities, because every opportunity that these motherfuckers get, they throw us underneath the bus because he knows fucking better.
1: I don't know if he knows better, my guy. I, I'm going to say not Trying to,
4: that's the only level of grace I can give. D.I. no, I dig that.
1: And I, I'm not okay. Well, let me say this. I don't. I no, do no. I'm know being the gracious he... one here. What I, the fuck's I know, going man. on? the so tonight, are is you okay? Night. Tonight is the night. Because yes, yeah. <laughs> Did we switch bots? I, we must. Oh we boy. must have no, no, no. But all jokes aside, man, I, I, I will not say that he does not know better. Let me make sure that I'm clear about that. Right. I will say that. He, he has been ingrained with a certain way of thinking and that many other, and this is a viewpoint that probably almost every other coach in the collegiate level and up beyond shares the same way of thinking. That you want someone because you don't want to, quote unquote, and this is some of the stuff that I've heard and I, I agree to some degree. You don't want a young man that you necessarily have to teach from scratch how to be a man i don't he doesn't have that i'm just i'm trying to be fair he doesn't have that that leeway to do someone else's job of creating a man can he be a father figure that's impossible or can he does he have the time to teach a man to be a man when his primary job of being there is to Listen, I'm just I'm just telling you what I think his way of thinking is. Now to a second point that he made though, he said when he's depending on the position that he's filling, oh here we go. Determines what he's looking for. So like he said, like lineman, uh I think it's an offensive lineman, whatever, he that he needs a two parent household father and a mother. Good, great, all these things, but when he's looking for defensive players, linebackers, and so on, he said, "I want them from the hood. I want them with. I want them from a
4: with single that edge. Family, he wants with that monster, exactly. that he wants, he wants. He sounds he, like a fucking overseer. God
0: damn! Man. At the
4: slave auction, he, uh, deciding he, 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 which slave he, he wants. He,
0: you know, it also tells me that he has clearly studied this closely over time." He's observed this. I mean, in he's, de- played, he's he has played observed the, he played the game this in detail. Years, so. He has he's observed the game this for in a detail. long time. He must have observed, observed the detail over time, and he must have seen, or at least perceived, a pattern, which is sick. Which is sick. sick but, you know, ho, this but
1: is, this is part of the problem, though. Uh, I, but even see, though pattern pattern might, along
0: those lines, is the listen.
1: Even don't though there is, though, the, even though. though there might be some <laughs> level of validity to what he's saying. And when I say validity, I mean that mm-hmm. we typically do expect or want defensive players to have an edge about them. Right? Mm-hmm. S- saying what he said was where the problem was, is where the problem comes in. Yeah, if he had just certain. said, "I want my defensive players to have an edge about them," I'm good. We we would have been straight. Yeah. But yeah. he was like, "I I need them to like feel that their only break." Is, is he them playing football and doing at
4: Colorado? But you mentioned nothing about the systemic issues that lead them to be <laughs> yeah. the shit. A hey, never been shit, a gold be shit. But I think one of the biggest things that, I, that got me though is honestly
1: no, I mean we should we could Two things can be true at the same time. We no, can cheer for what the dude did you know, previously. Not, listen, I'm talking about cheering for him them, previously brother, or whatever. Like him doing good things where he was before and him being a fuck up now. We can so have those different conversations. Different I think we can compartment. I think we can compartmentalize those things, right? But I think the problem ends up becoming that so many people put so much weight. Into what he said, like every single Twitter blast, every single social media post that I saw said how disappointed they were in Dion for saying. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> I don't know what lofty yeah. goals you had a Dion what in the first place that made you be like, yeah, this is disappointing. This this is a man who has always shown you who he was. Oh, always, he's. It, I mean, and he's a human being. He's filled with flaws. So you're gonna see shit like this pop up occasionally, but like to give him all this, I'm like, wow, I'm so disappointed. It hurts my heart. I'm like, dude, you got a lot. like when, when he yourself. left Jackson State,
4: it was just like, y'all were so upset with this dude who has been in this particular class state for years. Like he's not. Ne- I, I don't know. I just think that within the black community, we are suffering from having a healthy, critical class analysis of our so-called heroes and celebrities. Yeah. And they keep fucking us in the Yeah. <laughs> Pause.
1: Pause.
4: <laughs> I don't know. I want to be clear. From I don't
0: know like, if I don't know if
4: you want to pause. Homosexual <laughs> brother. I don't, I don't if if I could, yeah, 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 I do. I want to. If it's okay for me to pause in that case. I do <laughs> <laughs> not
1: <didn't> I... <laughs> All right. Speaking of colleges, <laughs> I see my segues. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to create a pattern. Speaking of colleges, uh,
4: Don Lima. <laughs>
1: Whatever. Speaking of colleges, I know that there's been. Well, hold on. Before we do all of that, because this is the big potatoes of the show, welcome, welcome, welcome. What's up? What's up? What is up? Back once again, it is the Incredible in the Black podcast. And in case you weren't aware, this is a podcast dedicated to covering the current events and social issues going on in your black world and covering it all from the perspective of three grown ass men who know when you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. I am your host, Big O, Mr. in the Black himself, but you know I can never do this alone. Let me introduce the rest of my college education board crush say what's up uh good evening uh, students Uh, wake (laughs) el cabong say what's up man what's
4: happening what's happening family to all you good students i hope your mom's in the lobby
1: (laughs) and if you're checking this out on youtube make sure you finesse that thumbs up button hit that red subscribe hit that red subscribe so you don't miss out on the next video (laughs) and make sure you follow us across social media at in the black pdcst on facebook twitter and on instagram but if you want to become part of the family come on over to our patreon where you get behind the scenes clips and all sorts of foolishness that you are not going to be privy to if you just listen to the primary show Mm -hmm. you will not regret it make sure you come on over and join the family now um Uh like i said speaking of (laughs) speaking of colleges yeah. Crush, I know that there was an article that you saw. Well, there's breaking news in that regard. Yeah, uh, why don't you news. go ahead and start it off and let us know what's going on, man? Um,
0: well, uh, yes, there was some breaking news that a white student has sued <laughs> Howard University for racial discrimination. As of October 25th, a student, uh, uh, Michael Newman, a white former law student at Howard University has sued the school for racial discrimination. a allegedly-
5: former student of Howard University is taking the school's law school to court. The plaintiff Michael Newman is asking for $2 million in damages for his alleged pain, suffering, and emotional anguish. Newman, a white man, attended the law school from 2020 until he got expelled in 2022. He says he became a target for discrimination following his comments in a group with other students after showing the picture of a slave's beaten and bruised back he said but what did the slave do Newman says he repeatedly apologized he also says he faced hostility on campus with students calling him Mayo King and White Panther in a statement the school says the school is prepared to vigorously defend itself in this lawsuit as the claims provide a one-sided and self-serving narrative of the events leading to the end of the students' enrollment at the university.
0: Behind the lawsuit started pretty normal, but as he got into his, uh, his history with the school, uh, they found uh, some difficulties he was having with his classmates, um, certain quest- certain comments he made. Uh, that uh, made his uh, made his motivations at the uh, institution uh, suspicious, to say the least. Um, and uh, you know, there were things found on his prior Twitter feed that were definitely more than questionable. Um, of course, you know, you know the situation. Um, you know, I'm not sure. I, the school school's already issued a statement saying they're going to, of course, respond to this and they're ready to uh, you know, vigorously defend themselves. Um. But as more details of the case uh, began to uh, reveal themselves, uh, it needless to say, um, there will be some absurdities to follow soon enough. Um, I definitely rolled my eyes more than a few times because um, this gentleman, you know, did things. And, and one thing that one thing that stood out to me was that he purported that he was going through depression and stress and everything. I said, bro, this is law school. That's every day in law school. But he went on to to proceed to do things against school policy, (laughs) like things that you just don't do. Um, but you know, uh, and he's actually a school in school under the civil rights act of 1964, alleging the school discriminated against him and treated him differently because he was white He also wants damages for being kicked out of a group chat. Gentlemen, go!
4: Man, fuck this dude. Uh, (laughs) Fuck this dude. (laughs) Listen, how would you call your boy up? You You can put me on the board just for 24 hours. I will make this shit disappear just like that
1: <laughs> don't say yeah. that, man. You don't want you don't, you don't want nobody using this shit against you later. <laughs> all man, this one. Oh, all I said oh, make the shit disappear. I didn't say make Listen, the man disappear. If, if, uh. if, if, if they are using, using rap lyrics of the Lockdown no, 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 up, no, no, no. you better no, you better no, be personal. careful. Oh no, you know you're not
0: gonna you know you're not gonna put you're not gonna post a picture of enslaved of, of wounded enslaved people and talk about oh, but well, what did he do the day before? No, you're not doing that. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. But really, though, sincerely,
4: fuck this this dude. Uh, He has dubious and evil and heinous intention behind this lawsuit. This lawsuit is not based off of legitimate discriminatory practices at the hands of Black staff and Black students at this particular Mm -hmm. school. He is Mm -hmm. at this school literally to cause a ruckus and to make a name for himself and to be antagonistic. This Mm -hmm. is on some uh, right-wing white supremacists. I'm going to be a disruptor to rally people around a cause. Hopefully if I can get this started, you know, my, my other white supremacist comrades will go to other HBCUs and do the same shit. Right. That's, that's all. And unfortunately this is, you didn't hear about the school down in Texas that where the the black students are suing that school because of the white students that are legitimately harassing them, hanging Mm -hmm. nooses and all this type of stuff. Mm -hmm. you're not hearing about that, right, because this is part of where we are right now with what the, the great Dylan Rodriguez has called white reconstruction, wherever there's a level of black progress in any semblance or black outrage white people will respond.
1: Swing the pendulum back. Swing
4: the, the pendulum. Move. And DeSantis <laughs> is, is mm-hmm. taking place Swing far move. down in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. We'll see these types of things take place as a way of swinging the pendulum. But this is this is something that should be thrown out. I think Howard, for all of its flaws, uh, <laughs> is going to um, do is, is due diligence. And this is going to be something to go away. And I think just the fact that they found things on social media that they share publicly it, it it lets me know that there's way more behind the scenes privately that they're holding on to that they're going to save for the lawsuit
1: yeah, yeah i think one of the biggest fears right now is whether or not this lawsuit and i think i don't know for certain but i think the goal is to have this lawsuit get pushed up to the supreme court for some Type oh, yeah. of reverse racism, sure. type of affirmative action, type of case to for them to hear. Now, if it's going to get that far, I don't know specifically uh, because would um, it surprise get, me? We'll see. I mean, oh, well, I see, mean, the fact one... that they they expelled him prior to right—that's yeah, the and thing. He was an expelled they, student. He was expelled. He never graduated. So... Well, it's not even about the necessarily the graduation. graduation. It's about he's saying that he was harassed yes. at the school. Well, see, However, he, he went expert. he went through like the actual processes for. Uh, punishment or whatever however you want to describe it before they finally expelled him so it's not like oh they just harassed him harassed him and he's like yeah just threw him away like he's been quote unquote a a level of investigation that they've already done leading up he's been a menace for him he's been a menace for a minute and my my, my, my
0: thing is my thing like we'll see for one there's this thing called discovery right yeah so that's gonna be fun that's going to be that's going to be a whole movie that's gonna be a whole movie in itself when it yeah. comes to the discovery part, because yeah. all these poor law students who are probably just busting their ass just to get through life had to get pulled in and recount all this nonsense they went through with this through back in law school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now the other thing that that, that stood out to me that, that I find unusual is that, you know, he seems very lonely on this hill, and I know for a fact because there's some other there's another terrible personal irony here. I actually have an interview with our university this Friday at the school of business. Wish me luck. Best of luck. Best of luck. Um. The terrible irony is that, you know, I'm well aware of white students in my HBCU experience, in sure. my complete six years. You know, Bowie State University has definitely changed since I've been there. Um, Howard, yeah, I've seen definitely a good handful of white people in the school business. Sure. school schools. I never saw them in school C. <laughs> but um, school business, sure. Um, other schools, sure. That, I, they're there. They're, they, they're not, you know, extinct in HBCUs. But you know, he's very unusually lonely. Well, let's hill. let's ask you that question because I brought this up. Like, like, with some are other you folks the only before. motherfucker they picked out?
1: No, why? no, listen, 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 listen. You so the only
0: motherfucker. I,
1: I had some people actually ask this question. <laughs> why is it you, that just he, you just why is it that he's going to this school? Why did he, a white kid, decide to go to Howard University? Suppose he a school scholarship. of the Law. He got a scholarship. Now I don't know if he got a scholarship. That's I don't the know that for... That's
0: what it's in the report.
1: Okay, I, so that was conf- it was confirmed.
0: Okay. That well, so they said that he when he went okay. to, he went to Howard on, scholar, on a pretty on a pretty substantial scholarship. Okay. okay. The reason why I'm asking is because
1: the belief is white kids are not going to Howard University if they got the grades to go anywhere else. That's let's let's keep it hundred percent funky. They're not going. If you have an opportunity to go to the Yales, the Harvards, yeah, the you're Duke not in the same whatever, position. As you're, Black you're not. You're, you're not going to Howard University for law no. school, right? No. right? Right. So I mean, it like to Elle's point, it kind of feels like in I fact, don't want to say all of it's premeditated, but it feels like it's premeditated, my guy. Definitely it is. Like like he went to the school specifically just to be
0: just antagonistic, to be an just to be an asshole. Yeah, off,
1: yeah. yeah off, might
0: just. be a might be a plan. A yeah, You could have,
4: you could have been an asshole online. Yeah, with, with yeah, a Twitter yeah. account. You could have been an asshole so, on that Twitter
0: account. Like right, I was right, like, you, you stupid yeah, for this. I yeah. put an iron. Yeah.
4: But this yeah. is what this again. I, I I. This is what white folks are. They have, and I don't even like to use the term privilege, but I will use it in this context. <laughs> they have the privilege <laughs> to be able to do these type of things they have the privilege to be able to put Mm -hmm. frivolous as lawsuits out that they can afford to do that with their whiteness black folks can't afford to do this shit. we can't we we've been in positions consistently at our workplace on our streets wherever we go where we're constantly harassed with anti-blackness of every sort Man, did you imagine all the money that we would possibly have, or all the courtrooms that would be full if we filed a lawsuit every time we experienced some white person doing some stupid man, shit?
0: You would shut down. I would be, be in that motherfucker right today. Oh man, I got yeah. two. Lo- I got yeah. two lawsuits myself. Yeah, if I could do them, I would. Yeah. If I could do them, I would. Yeah. I can't. I just. But can't. this is just
4: one of those things, man. It's going to be an interesting case. get again, to O's point. I do think there is a strategy behind this. This is not. So don't just take me saying it's frivolous as that he's just out to get some level of excitement and entertainment. I do think they get off on this type of shit in many ways. But I also think there's a level of strategy behind it that he knows that if he can get this kicked up to the Supreme Court, but you get it to the Supreme
1: Court. It's a crapshoot at that point. At the very, at the very least, we'll it's a crapshoot, and right. given crap given the makeup shoot. of the Supreme Court, it it looks like he would win it. Like if, it far, if it got no, that far, if it got that far, my guy, it looks like he would win it. And that Thomas, who's in an relationship, he's been discovery. trying to get rid of. He's been trying to get discovery rid of affirmative will be, will action for case. decades. D-discovery he's been trying to get rid of affirmative case. action for decades. We'll so. yeah, will, so.
0: will, will bury this case into the depths of the earth.
4: I don't even watch SVU. I don't even know what's going on. I just hope.
1: We'll see. We'll see. All right. Continue. Oh, keeping up with the HBCUs, baby. Yeah, keep going, keeping, up, keep it keeping up with HBCUs and black colleges and all that other stuff. L, uh, I know you, you had a very interesting article. Why don't you share that with us? Oh, let me just read the title. What good are
4: HBCUs if they mirror the anti blackness of the US? Woo! Written by Patrick <laughs> Darrington. Uh very, very interesting piece. Uh, the one thing that I will say before I even dig into the piece, I would love to hear a rebuttal to this piece. Right? Not even a rebuttal—a rebuttal from the, the the standpoint of arguing facts, but to offer a counter to this perspective. Because I do think there's a, some level of thought that goes in this. This is not just a a, a willy nilly. Trash piece just to do something. There's some things in this that I think are fair to actually address. A uh, couple of things that I thought that stood out was uh, we've talked about Stop Cop City that's taking place, Cop City, the $90 million police training facility that is being built in down in Atlanta. Uh, we talked about that. But in this article, which was incredibly frustrating, was how The organizers down there went to Spellman and Morehouse. uh, (laughs) We all know Spellman and Morehouse and went down there to get them involved in this only to find out that the president of Morehouse is involved in this he's part of the committee the initiative, committee, yeah, the initiative yeah. to bring this yeah. down there but i thought this was such a thought-provoking because let's let's have the conversation hbcus the conversations about whether hbcus are good bad important necessary having that conversation in our community is one of those conversations that typically doesn't go rather well, right? This is one of those untouchable, taboo conversations as the three of us, right? I'm at HBCU. I know crushes. Oh, did you go to HBCU? They let you in? Yeah. Okay, just... (laughs) 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 but <laughs> you, <would> you... <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> all of us hbcu attendees scholars grads right so we all have a love for hbcus right. but i also think there's been a a a tainting or a mischaracterization of what an hbcu is supposed to be right what their purpose is uh i think at one point in time i think the overall invent invent invention of HBCUs, their intention was to offer a safe place for Black students to go and to be educated, right? I think it was a separate, set apart space that they can be considered safe in an educational environment to receive a strong education. But I think over the years, because of the oppression that Black folks have faced and continue to face, that there's been a level of pressure And a reexamination of HBCUs and an expectation for HBCUs to be more than that, to be a radical revolutionary factory that where radical revolutionary Black folks come out of those spaces to upset, usurp, agitate, cause problems (laughs) in the system, right? And I think we have a history of Black folks going to HBCUs and doing just that, but I think there's been this this transition via capitalism, specifically, right, that has drawn HBCUs into a new space where it's—I don't think it was ever ever that thing. I don't think it's ever going to be that particular factory. But I think now it's under even more scrutiny because of some of its connections to the Pentagon, some of its connections to, as we see, Cop City. I think it's under a bigger microscope. And what I want to make sure, the only disclaimer I'll give before I pass it off, is that don't let my statement's frustration With HBCUs, sway you away from attending an HBCU. I think there is something that you can gain from an HBCU that you will not gain from a predominantly white institution. There is something that happens at HBCUs that is very different than what you experience at primary, predominantly white institutions. But I think that's with any space that's predominantly black compared to a predominantly white space you're going to get something there now what you do with that something is up to you i don't think that we (laughs) let's let's have the conversation so what good are hbcus if they are practicing some form of anti-blackness are hbcus practicing some form of anti-blackness
1: I don't know necessarily if I would give it, I, I would say that they're practicing some level of anti-blackness. I will say that what they are doing is falling in line with the system. One of the most poignant things that you said in that soliloquy that you just dropped off is the fact that capitalism has such a thumb on how things operate. HBCUs only account for 3% of all colleges and universities in the nation. All
4: only the percent. Three only percent, 3%, percent. ladies and gentlemen. Out of and all of the colleges and universities, Asia, of 13 to 15 percent of the population. So you yes. have
1: three percent of colleges trying to support, yep. quote unquote, 15 percent. Okay. Let's give, let's be generous, 15 percent of the population. Okay. it the math doesn't math well. No, why? Because, we don't because the PW because PWIs Die. are a choice, true, plain and simple, they are a choice. So you find in many cases, a lot of these HBCUs are damn near, in some places, in some colleges now, some HBCUs, the population, the student body population is 40% white. If I had told you that 10 years ago or during the cosmos or during fucking a different world, you yeah, would have 90s, never, yeah,
3: yeah,
0: you would was, have never, that was nearly really impossible but, to see in the 90s.
1: But, but now there are some HBCUs, particularly in the South, where mm-hmm. their student body population is damn near 40% of the po- white people, are 40% of the population. Why? Because Tell them why. They, ne- they need money. They need, they need money. We're accepting and pulling mm-hmm. everybody in. I don't care. I mean, let's. we're not ignorant to the fact that there are laws that prohibit them from discriminating against white people as well. True. Sure, sure. there's a reason why white people are flooding to HBCUs in many of these instances, because they're getting a cheaper education than going to a PWI or get an opportunity there instead of going to a PWI. So then and... what do these, de- what do these t- desperate HBCUs do? You end up finding folks like the um um uh, well, boy.
4: Sure, uh, yeah, we ain't gotta say his name. We 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 talked yeah, about it long we, end up, yeah, we
1: end up we yeah. end up finding we end up finding folks like him that need that know that they need to butter their bread with the right people so that they're held in good graces and they can continue to get money because endowments, all of these things, HBCUs are suffering left and right. Yeah. So like I said, I don't know necessarily if they're practicing anti-white practices or if they're falling in line because of a need of survival. Those could and I'm not ignorant to the fact that those could possibly be one and the same. But sure. I don't outrightly say that it's because they they want to practice anti-blackness. But go ahead crush.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll definitely say that HBCUs have been um under increasing uh, financial pressure since the late 90s um going into the 2000s. You know, they're also dealing with you know the idea that they're producing citizens that are also productive alumni um I can count myself as one of them <laughs> ironically enough um, you know this uh this uh, this uh, this support of uh, Cobb City is uh, from the Spelman. House of Spelman is um yeah talk, I mean talk, talk about caving in. You know, it's about caving into the pressure, and you know, I have a weird feeling. You know that they really, you know that that I have, I have a grimy feeling about. I keep thinking pipeline. I have a sick nightmare of. Are you giving them a pipeline? You know what I'm saying of 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 of, of, of you know black cops? Sure. All right, you know. You guys, uh, let me ask you guys, mean, guys a question. I mean, I mean am, I, am, I, am I simplifying things too much here? No,
1: I don't think well, you're simplifying man, I it. I don't think so. But let, let me let me ask you guys the question then. Do you agree that the necessity for HBCUs has changed from back in the '60s and '70s to current day? I don't think
4: the necessity has changed. I think in defining the necessity, we should define what they're going to, what our expectations are, right? I think the biggest issue here with this is our expectations of HBCUs are wildly unfair and Hmm. holding them to a standard that doesn't, it demonstrates that we have not, been critical in our analysis of who they were and who they are and i think it's the same thing when it comes to black celebrities and black entertainers
1: expound on what you mean by that so so hbcus are and who they were or whatever go ahead
4: hbcus are not a place that is designed to cultivate, create, maintain, sustain, and export black radicals and revolutionaries to usurp the system and to fight oppression. Are you they saying are, that it was never that? No, I don't. I'm saying that I don't believe that their intention was ever to be that thing. I'll say that it, what it, it was, it, it, it didn't mind being the being, stage. It didn't mind being the stage.
3: The yeah, thing that, to go.
4: Put that out, but I don't think that was their intention that they put out to be that particular machine. I think that machine became that because of the times that they were in, it Fair. was impossible Fair. not to be Fair. a radical, predominantly overwhelming black space the 70s, yeah. in the 60s, right? You, you, You couldn't be that. You had to be. But do I think that's what it is now? No. No. And I think we can demonstrate that by the way HBCUs are aligning themselves with capitalist monsters who are directly involved in our death and oppression. Okay. Right. It's not just. Let me throw this. Let me throw this at you then.
1: I think part of that is that. I think one of the things that anybody that runs an HBCU or has a vision in an HBCU would say is that their primary job is to prepare young minds for the future, for tomorrow, right? And currently we are in a global economy. That radicalism is not going to necessarily amount to anything in a global economy. So is it fair for us to expect this radical way of thinking when well, times just based on what you said have completely changed. Okay, ahead, well,
0: you know, I mean I would say, damn, I had another point, but I would say in this in this regard, I would say the expectation is not to necessarily produce a radical a radicalized student, but to make available to provide access to and be a resource for radical thought and thinking should be a part of the charter. Mm -hmm. if you're intending to be a historically black college and university, if you want to refer to history and inform and educate, not just young minds, but young black minds, inform them fully round them out with reality, round them in reality, not just producing entrepreneurs. Which seems to be their their which seemed to be Howard's primary goal for the last fucking twenty years, sure. To the much to their fucking detriment, and, but know, it makes the, sense while, while too, Genesis right? While in school C went off to, you know, what I'm saying fucking Harvard and Yale and shit because they couldn't get their fucking, Yeah, and it and it makes sense
4: that their shit. shift would I mean, be to push out more college graduates, right? It makes sense, and in their mind, in their distorted way of being radical and revolutionary they believe that pushing out black scholars with degrees will allow them to get a good job to have a safe family you know to to live the american dream and to be quote-unquote safe so in their estimation which i think is erroneous and horrible they feel like that is the right way to fight that they but but again that that's part of my own politics seeping into this conversation to be fair uh but I don't think I don't think that's what they're designed to do and I think the problem is not only that that's not they're not designed to do that but our expectation of what they're supposed to be doing so when I read this article while I think it has great points my question would be to the author it would be, is that their intention? Is that their design to do that? Mm-hmm. Are we expecting them to be something and to provide something that they, that they never were it. cultivated, designed to provide?
0: I dig it. I it. They happen to they contain you know students with radical thoughts who chose Ooh. to take radical action. The school did not inform them to do so. You know, the school did not in well, the school I guess by not taking action enabled it, but they never owned. Well, well, no, no they fit off the prestige that it, it produced. Yeah. Um, they'll put pictures up and they'll put up the the, the press clippings and they'll get on yeah. the TV. They'll send their, their 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 PR people to uh to, Fox, you yeah. know, to, to, to Man, to
4: send the kids to HBCU. But, send them. I mean, um, send them they'll, out they'll, there. They'll, yeah. they'll
0: suck up the prestige yeah. from those students, but yeah. actually representing a radical platform as a as an educational mm. institution, I don't believe that. Yeah, like I'll imply. I don't believe that is uh, their intended purpose. Yeah. But that's my be, intended purpose a, here at and, and my house. Yeah. Student, and and, and, student, the, and student t- student happens to be black. Right? <laughs> <laughs> <I guess. laughs> yes. Yeah. God bless. All things. right. Right about now down. is the
1: time when we'd like to give you little tidbits of news or words of wisdom that you can take with yourself into the week. Crush, what's up, man?
0: Um. Wow. Um. All I can say is uh. do i have these whatever i have right now uh not much except that um everyone wished me luck this friday uh i will be actually uh, interviewing with an hbcu yeah, <laughs> good my luck know. my man oh yeah, uh, yeah, no we'll see how no that works i'm gonna see how that works out all right you Thank you. yes indeed mm-hmm. L,
1: what's up man
4: oh man i just want folks to begin to or to continue to ask themselves the hard questions and the question that i'm asking myself here lately is What is motivating me on a daily basis to be the best person that I can be in all of my relationships? What is my motivation as a father, as a friend, as a brother? What is motivating? Just a warning for motherfuckers who want to actually take on this type of task. Some things are going to be revealed to you that may make you wildly uncomfortable, All right so just be prepared and i should offer even a trigger warning here because for me there's been some things that were revealed in my relationships with people that it was wildly transactional uh wildly based off of unfair expectations uh so some relationships have changed and shifted and some pain and some discomfort have come from that simple question so y'all to be careful uh but i encourage you to ask it
1: fuck it no doubt no doubt what's up for me this week actually is very interesting conversations that i had after our last episode when we talked about financial literacy and whether or not we were doing the right things oh, to build the roadblocks no for worry. our our kids and doing general you know to and help mm. building generational wealth right i got a lot of interesting comments man making sure that you're yoked to the right one because Men and women talking about how they oh, want to God do certain I things yoke. in their lives. Well,
2: you, <laughs> you,
1: you gotta be that dude. now, it's you. are talking to the wrong right dude about one? yoking to anything yeah, right I know, now. I know, right? Right. to <laughs> <laughs> to the right one it's because you find yourself right? in a part. You find yourself in a partnership with somebody who does not take but that's real though. Uh, that's real, being yeah, to take financial literacy or being financially free as seriously as you do. Fiscally responsible. Yeah. And then also just finding 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 it difficult to seek correct information because once again we see a lot Ooh. of these financial quote unquote gurus show up on the TikTok and the YouTubes and then just throwing out information. <laughs> <laughs> You, bro, s- you bro, see, man. he just <laughs> everybody catches strays. Once he, once he pulls oh, the gat boy. out, it's a wrap. Everybody catches a wrap. Everybody no, can you, get it. Bro. It's a get down a lay down, man. He get bro, down a lay down. Bro nah no but a lot of folks that you see these dudes that they just pop up out of nowhere and they're not giving you sound financial advice not at all. so how to be able to parse that and figure out who's the real and who's not you know yeah. what i mean so it was a yeah. lot of interesting conversations i really appreciate you guys for reaching out asking the questions keep keep them coming let's mm-hmm. let's continue to have these
0: conversations looks good, looks good. crush
1: where can folks find you if they want to find you man
0: as usual you can find me on instagram at the orange crush t-h-e-o-r-a N-G-E-K-R-U-S-H.
1: No doubt. L, where can folks find you if they want to find you, man?
4: <laughs> y'all not going to look for me anyway because y'all fucking scared. I don't say, but I'm going <laughs> to give it to you anyway. Because you're, you're uh, Mr. Disglutsel.
1: That's what they know. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> listen,
4: hug your mama if you need one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: <my God. laughs> they're going to tell these folks where they can find you, you asshole. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs>
4: hey, at Elgin Belly on Twitter, man. Holla at me.
1: No doubt. And I'm Big O, Mr. In the Black himself. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at MR underscore In the Black. And I want to thank you guys for joining us for another incredible episode of the In the Black podcast. No you could have been anywhere else in the world, but you chose to kick it with us. That's and right. we appreciate it. Make sure you follow us across social media at In the Black, P-D-C-S-T, P-D-C-S-T, on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. And like like I said before, if you want to join the family, come on over to our Patreon. You won't regret it. But until Wait. next time, as always, informed, intelligent,
3: In the the black, peace, peace. This is this is the In the Black
2: podcast.
3: In the black, bro. And it's now one of the best
2: podcasts I ever heard, though. I like your work, What up? I'm black, be Listen, In the black podcast, your lad is all facts. You don't like that the fall back. In the black podcast, don't talk trash. Switch fast if you ain't broad, then go. If intelligent elements always relevant, not for the weak and delicate. This is eloquent excellence. We are setting the precedence. Rest them are excrement. In the black podcast, the truth like the testament. Don't know no, black up he bro. Man, a specialist. No a podcast, broadcast, y'all mess with Like said, they might cheat, who oh, no, don't do it so effortless I listen, them might learn, when them listen, they listen, them might benefit Reporting through the defense. Everything that is prevalent. This is so exquisite a scientific experiment. Giving you the news, not views without evidence. Telling you the truth, sentiments without embellishments. Relax, these are the facts. Bringing them to your residence. In your house, in your tenement. Listen to your intelligence. Body filled with men power. That's so ascendent. Bright in the stars. Bringing some light back to the desolate. Yeah.
3: In the black podcast, that your land, is
2: all facts. You don't like that. In the black podcast, they black up here? In the black podcast, the young lads, it's all facts, you don't like that, to fall back In podcasts, we all lost. Like them kind of, the demo podcast, we yeah. outlast, they wanna demo, none of them look on like that, though. This, yeah, is. Man, so yeah. this the is. black himself.
0: what up DJ? This this boy, black